And this is Tamar Turner here with another episode of the Down to Business podcast. And really just want to thank everybody for, you know, all of the support thus far. And just from just the merchandise to just the very first launch to just the one year anniversary to supporting the series to everything like that. And just really looking forward to what we have to come. And just so many people that I've been able to meet. Um, over time, just so many people that I've been able to connect with and so many people that I'm still looking forward to connect with in the new year and many years to come. So, but just before we close things out, I am very excited to be sitting down with Jordan today, somebody who I did attend ECU with, who I was then able to then from there just through social media and just from kind of staying in contact with each other, I was able to just see her journey thus far. And just, she's really gone like, to me, like, I'm going to say viral, like I'm going to say like global, just because like it's really just been a crazy like impact that she's had, not only just in her respective city and everything like that, but really just the impact she's had in North Carolina and just the lives she's been able to change outside of that too. And I think we're going to get into that with some of the interviews. So without spoiling too much, Jordan, how are you doing today? I'm doing good. Okay, good. So can you just tell the people a little bit about kind of what you do, how you got started and uh, what brought you on the podcast today? Yeah. So my name is Jordan. I'm 25 years old, and I'm the CEO and instructor for Lash House Atlanta. So I basically started in Greenville. Senior year, it was like the last semester, I took a lash class, and I didn't go far with it. I actually like sat on this field for about six months before I start, like started taking my first client. So I basically had a lot of college students as my first clientele. Like My whole clientele in Greenville was all college students, so now... I'm in Atlanta and it's a different like environment. But yeah, what I do is I just do individual lash extensions and then I'm an instructor. So I teach other people how to do lashes as well. Okay, got you. And definitely didn't. Um, I, I think I do kind of remember your start in Greenville like that, but in you kind of talking about that and saying how you sat on the skill for six months. So what was that in that time, like just before, like you said, you started taking those college students as your clients. What was that timeline like for you kind of where you, was it something where you were just trying to hone in on the skill? Was it something where you kind of pushed it to the wayside and really had to kind of push yourself to take it back seriously? How was that for you? Well, what actually happened was last semester of senior year, my financial aid got cut, so I did not graduate. So I ended up getting a call center job, and what happened was everybody was getting fired left and right, and I was kind of like, I would rather quit this job than be fired. So what I did, I packed up one day, and I just walked out. It was like 9.30 in the morning. I just walked out, and I was like, I have to do something else. I think I got paid that Friday before and I ordered the rest of my supplies and everything. And then two weeks later, I started doing lashes. So that's really how I started. I quit my job and like went all in with lashes. Okay. Okay. I like that. And a lot of times it definitely does take, I take a lot of courage. It really does take a lot of, it definitely a leap of faith for sure. Sometimes just going out on that whim, but to really just say, look, like you said, I'd rather just walk away from this than have them tell me no, or like, you got to go. And then like you said, to just think about that skill and then really say, Hey, I'm, I'm just going to give it all I got and really just go with it. It's definitely something that we see it sometimes when people do it and it fails, but it definitely does take a lot to still go through those trials and those tribulations. So in kind of thinking about that and kind of wanting to speak about that, what was that really like for you kind of in the beginning stages, whether it be in Greenville, whether it be kind of taking those clients, how was that for you kind of when you said, okay, this is something that I really want to do. I'm going to hone in. I'm going to teach myself. How did you really kind of keep yourself motivated and keep yourself going to the point where you are today? Well, when I first started, I knew that I didn't want to stay in Greenville. So my main goal was to just do lashes for a few months, save enough money to move to Atlanta because I knew how big lashes were in Atlanta. So building up clientele the first couple of months was really hard in Greenville. But what happened was 
Uh, I think I had one girl from the Greek organization, Chi Omega, and she ended up telling all of her um, like sisters and everything. And after that, I just started doing a whole bunch of like sorority girls and everything. So once you get like one client who knows a lot of people, that was the like the biggest thing that I found out with doing like lashes. Like you have to treat everybody, you know, the same and do good work on everybody so that when they recommend you, people are coming to you. Oh, for sure. And that's something I would say that even this podcast has taught me is people who I didn't even know listened out there, or people who I didn't even know, like, um, had their own businesses and different things like that, but then posting the announcement and saying that I offer that service and then whether it be working with them or then them hearing and just, or liking the graphics or liking the page or whatever, it's just like, yeah, you have to treat everything um the same in a sense, but be personable with it just the same, because you never know who's going to leave that review, who's going to leave that comment, who's going to spread you word of mouth, who's going to put you in a position right. to be able to network with other people. So no, that's definitely... So in kind of making that move from Greenville to Atlanta, what would you say was one of the biggest adjustments you had to make, whether it be on the business side, whether it be on the personal or social side? The biggest thing, Atlanta, I personally don't like Atlanta. I never adjusted to it just because I've never been in a big city. Uh, Greenville was the biggest city that I had lived in. So coming from there to here, just like driving, like it was a big change just in general clientele so like in Greenville I said I had a lot of college students and I majority had white clients so coming to Atlanta and it being majority black I had to learn how to do a certain style of lashes like fuller lashes like really long lashes and things like that so it was a lot to adjust to I had to take extra trainings like learning how to make my sets fuller longer as well as building clientele in Atlanta like everybody is a lash tech here. So having to learn how to market and stand out, promote myself, those were the main things that I think set me apart just because everybody here is really a lash tech. They make jokes about it a lot, but it's every girl is really a lash tech in Atlanta. So you really have to set yourself apart here. Got you. So even like you kind of spoke about earlier, you wanted to, you didn't want to stay in Greenville. And I, like I said, I, I don't have to be a lash tech to know that sometimes, yeah, you just don't want to stay in Greenville. You don't want to be in Greenville. I know <laughs> right. a lot of people who, you know, just wanted to get out, wanted to do something else. So in thinking about that and wanting to target Atlanta, like you said, just for the clientele and um, just for the move itself, were you at any point nervous or anxious about, like you said, because everybody's in Atlanta as a lash tech, were you nervous about kind of moving into a heavily populated industry? In the beginning, like leaving Greenville and coming to Atlanta, I really wasn't nervous because I didn't know that it was this saturated. After a, the first few months, I did kind of get scared, but that was when I learned like, okay, well, lashes pays like it pays all of my bills. So I have to, it has to work for me. So I have to go out and promote. I have to like go on social media and, you know, share my pages and however I have to get like that client in my chair, like I have to do whatever it takes because I knew for me personally, I cannot work for somebody. So I knew getting a job was not an option. So it had to work. Um, but yeah, in the beginning, when I first moved here, I wasn't anxious or nervous. Like I'll take big leaps of faith before even thinking about it. So I really didn't think about the move beforehand. It was once I had moved here for the first couple of months. And then the money that I had started, that I had saved in Greenville started to run out when I had realized like, okay, I really have to go hard with this. 
Indeed, it's interesting just when you become, I wouldn't say really become dependent on something, but when something really, like you said, becomes that thing that, that pays your bills, that is, that funds your lifestyle, right. that, you know, is your make or break. Yeah, just the, the type of emphasis, the type of energy, the type of time, you're really the blood, sweat, and the tears that you're really put into it, really, like you said, to make sure that it works. It has to. It's no other way. I'm not, I'm not doing it any other route. I tried those other routes and that's just not it. So it's definitely good to hear that and good to see that it paid off, it's paying off, and it's going to continue to pay off. So at what point in your in your kind of last journey and kind of selling the products and kind of, you know, um, getting different clients like that. Did you realize that you wanted to become an instructor? And then I kind of know that I wouldn't say I really know the process, but I understand that's probably you have to take obviously different classes, get certified and stuff like that. So what was that process like for you as well? So getting into being an instructor, I really didn't take a course on it. They have courses on it, but in Atlanta, it's really not regulated. So when I first moved here, I was having people ask about trainings and I kind of didn't offer it just because I didn't think that my work was that good whenever I moved to Atlanta. I think I first started training this January. Yeah, 2020, I started training. So I haven't been training for that long. It's been a year now, but I've learned a lot through it. And I've also had a lot of my clients ask me to train them. So that's where it first started. My clients would say they've already taken a class with someone in Atlanta and they've gotten scammed. So that's what happened. A lot of people in Atlanta scam with whatever it is. So I've learned that a lot of people will just pay $1,000 for a lash course and not really know anything. They'll leave with nothing and they won't have any knowledge of anything. So they'll end up taking my course. And then that's really how I think the tour got started and my like classes selling out just because word of mouth, like the people who I train when they really take it serious, like they, they go far and they build up their clientele really fast. Man, I got to start. Uh, maybe I do have to start coming up with some questions beforehand or, or, or different things like that, just because a lot of my interviews haven't beaten me two questions and topics that I wanted to talk about and touch on. And you did just that when you brought <laughs> up the tour. So yeah. um, I did see the flyer. I'm definitely I'm hype. I'm excited. I, I Obviously, I can't participate or anything like that, but I think <laughs> that's just dope. Like, I think that's just dope to see the different cities and, and everything yeah. like that. And that you're really making it happen, really impacting lives. So please, can you just can you give us all the details about the tour and really just tell us what, how did you get that going? Like, how, what was that like kind of bringing that all together? So it actually started, I used to work in a salon whenever I first moved here. My last month working in the salon, there was a girl who came in and got the booth next to me and we've become like best friends ever since then. So she's, she does eyebrows, um, microblading, the permanent eyebrows. She started her tour as soon as she moved here. So whenever she got in the booth, she had just moved here too. So she's done two tours and now we're doing this tour together. So we're doing it separately, but it's we'll be together. Um, so just seeing how she's really like progressed in her like industry from doing a tour, like I really think it would be good for me. So that's how it really got started. So I'll just be going to different cities throughout the U.S. and teaching other people how to do lashes. I get a lot of DMs from people out of state asking me to train. So that's really where it comes from because I'll have people come in for one-on-one -on -one trainings, which are a lot more expensive than the group classes. So I think this can like serve everybody and they can get it for a cheaper price and not have to, you know, fly here and pay a lot more money. 
I like that. I like that a lot. And I'm wishing you the best of luck with that. And even I'm I'm glad that that was still able to happen, even in the midst of this pandemic with everything right. going on and traveling and just, yeah. So the fact that you were still able to bring that to light, I saw that flyer drop. I said, oh man, <laughs> at the cities and all that. I said, wow, that's, that's really great. And I'm excited to see the impact. And what Thank comes you. From it. I know you're definitely going to do some dope things now, of course, of course. So now just in thinking about the teaching, the impact, the, um, all the traveling that you'll be doing and just getting people certified and licensed and everything like that. What does that I would say, what does that really do for you? Like, why did you, I mean, I know a lot of people that kind of are last technicians or are in that industry that don't really take that route of wanting to train people of, of wanting to reciprocate the skill amongst others. And I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with that, but as someone who kind of does want to spread that knowledge, spread that wealth and really just pass that on and make sure that other people can kind of go on and do the same thing as you in their own respective lanes. What does that, what does that really do for you? And why is that something that you think is important in this industry? I just feel like as Black women, especially being in Atlanta, like it's a lot of Black women who are really like successful in this city. So I just feel like I have a lot of knowledge. It was a lot that I had to learn on my own, just in general about marketing. I've spent so much money on marketing classes, Instagram, promotions, Facebook and everything. So I feel like I have a lot of knowledge that I can give people for a cheaper price. Um, and so that they don't have to go through what I went through when I first started, like how I came to Atlanta, I would have like one or two clients a week. And now if I look at my schedule, if I don't have a training during the month, I'll probably have a hundred, 120 to 150 clients. So it's, I feel like I have a lot of information that I can just give them. And that makes me happy just because I know nobody else is offering this. People are training people how to do lashes. They're not teaching them how to market their lashes as well. So that's what I think sets me apart is that I can teach you how to do lashes, but I can also teach you how to build up clientele as well. Got you. And I think that that's important, just being able to not only learn the skill, not only have the skill lifelong, but then also being able to have that impact and then being able to reciprocate that skill, multiply that skill, and then and still going on to just and be just as successful. So I love that for sure. So now just in thinking about just thinking about your services, just in thinking about Lash House, something that I noticed in the uh, in the bio of the actual of your Lash House page is that it says or it may and it may be in your bio as well. I'm not too sure, but it says three times certified. Now, that may just be like common terminology, but for me, like I have no idea what that means. So what, <laughs> what what exactly does that, what exactly is that referring to? So basically I've taken three lash classes. That's all it really means. So I, like I said, I took my original class. I took it in Atlanta, but it was when I was in Greenville. And then whenever I came here, I had to take two more classes. Just learning, like I told you, making the lashes like thicker. I had to appeal to a different demographic when I moved to Atlanta. So the lashes that I knew how to do, what I was comfortable with in Greenville, wasn't what the people in Atlanta wanted. So I basically had to get trained by lash techs who were trained in super full, like basically ghetto lashes. Like that's what people love here. So that's what I had to learn how to do. But I still have people, um, when they take my class, they'll tell me that nobody in Atlanta, like they'll look at my work and they'll say they train with me because nobody in Atlanta like does lashes like me. Um, so my fullest set still won't be as full as, you know, somebody else is here. And I think that's something that people enjoy just because it's not those lashes that people will say it looks like they're about to fly away. So, um, but yeah, I just took three different lash classes. 
Got you. Okay. And yeah, I mean, look, I didn't want to make any assumptions. The ladies out there, y'all might have known that. Or like, <laughs> look, y'all could clown me or laugh at me. But look, for the fellas, I had to hold that one down. Just had to make sure that like, we knew we staying educated and informed just the same. So now, okay, I like that for sure. Now, um, and I love the fact that you said you're just, the fact that you're differentiating yourself from others with it being such a, a saturated, just a place with Atlanta just being so big. It's so crazy there. Like, I really just call that the it Black is. Club. I feel like if you want to do anything or specialize in anything, you can really just go there and you can really just flourish. There's so many different creatives, so much different talent. Right. Now, is there anything in the in the lash industry, whether it be on the product side of things, whether it be on the actual like technician side, whether it be maybe even on the class side and teaching things that you feel like you want to explore that you haven't gotten into just yet? Not really. The tour was the last thing on my list when it came to Lash House, basically. At this point, I'm looking into starting another business. I just really want to, with Lash House Atlanta, just be an instructor. I really want to just have an actual brick and mortar academy, like Lash Academy, do my trainings there, and then on the side, like do another business, whatever that is. So the tour was basically like the last step of this. And would you say that you, well, one, I'm glad that you were able to get to, you know, that last step, even like I said, in the midst of this, everything that's just going on, because I've seen some people I brought on and said how they had to kind of make adjustments throughout this pandemic. Some people just, you know, out of business or different things really just couldn't continue. And then some people on the other side just flourish and just able to capitalize, just able to kind of take advantage. So would you say that kind of being in this transitional period, transitional more so meaning like just the pandemic, just having to adjust to a new a lifestyle, would you say that this kind of what would you say this did for you? What would you say this did for your business? Did you did it affect you guys in any way? Did it kind of motivate you to be able to do more? Were you more successful? Did you kind of face some challenges and have to make some adjustments? Yeah, I definitely had to make adjustments. When Atlanta locked down, um, our salon shut down. So I didn't do lashes for eight weeks. So two months I was without like pay. So I had to survive off of what I already had. That was kind of hard, but I knew once that was over, my business was going crazy. So as soon as Atlanta opened up, I was working all day from 8 a.m. to like 10 p.m. after the lockdown was complete. So it helped, but it also hurt at the same time. But I think my business definitely grew more this year than it did any other year. So I'm, I guess, grateful for this pandemic. But yeah. And it's just crazy to think, too, that we even have to like that we even have to say something like that or the fact that we can say something like that. Like, I'm grateful right. for the pandemic, like even in the midst of everything that's going on, somehow there was still some good that was able to come out of this. So and just kind of rewinding back a little bit to something that you touched on earlier about how you kind of in the in the beginning stages and just with certain things with moving and everything, how you really just had to spend some money, how you really just had to invest in yourself, how you really just had to dig deep sometimes. So what would you say to business owners, whether they just be net lash technicians, whether they just be entrepreneurs, artists, whatever the case may be about the importance of investing in yourself and how far that can really take you and how that's even helped you on your journey. I'm always going to be an advocate for like investing in yourself, whatever it is, um, business owner or not a business owner. I know um, if I would not have invested the money that I've invested just like alone, just on, you know, promotions or Instagram ads or anything, my, I know I wouldn't have as many clients. I wouldn't have sold out my um, trainings or anything. So investing in yourself, you're always, if you put in the work, you're going to get that money back tenfold for sure. So it's always best to just always go for it, invest in yourself and just believe in yourself and keep going. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. Right. So now just before we wrap things up, do you feel like there's anything that we didn't touch on, whether it just be about you and um, what you're doing now and even plans for the future or just even just in thinking about Lash House and um, what you guys are doing? Obviously, I'm going to allow you to tell people where they can find you and get in touch with you for sure. Or maybe just on the business side of things that you think the people out there should know. I think a lot of people, whenever they take my class, they'll kind of say like how they feel like I kind of grew overnight whenever I tell my story. But there was a time where I really like, in my opinion, I guess it doesn't sound as good, but to others, it sounds like a blessing where it was a point where I just got so overwhelmed with lashes where I was completely done. I would go in the salon at like seven o'clock and I would not be leaving until 11 just because I was trying to run up as much money as possible. So I would do like a special for $50 and take like 10 or 12 people in a day. And I completely wore myself out. So I definitely put in the time with this to build up clientele. So if I'm having 10 people come to me a day, those people are also telling, you know, at least one other person about me. So building up clientele, you definitely um, just putting yourself out there is a, a big thing in any business and definitely when you have clients. So that's something that I do want people to take from this. You do have to put yourself out there with anything. Um, it's not just taking a course. It's not just, you know, investing money in yourself and then stuff is going to happen overnight. You really do have to put in that work. And I can definitely be a supporter of that. And I can definitely be an advocate of someone who knows Jordan, like, and as someone who follows her on social media, who keeps up with her, everything that she was doing, even before Lash House and everything. It's just, it's amazing to see how whatever she kind of takes on. And I'm even excited. Like she mentioned a little earlier about the new business um, that she's looking forward to getting in. So I can't wait to see that, but she goes hard for her. She goes hard for everything that she does and um, what she's involved in. And I think that's something that will definitely set you apart in any business, in any industry, in anything that you decide to kind of take on. You just really have to, you know, not only adjust, adapt and learn with it, but you have to love it. You really have to want to enjoy right. it. At times you have to recognize that, yeah, you're not going to like it. At times you have to recognize that you were, like you said, you were overwhelmed with it, but you knew that you were trying to make money. And while money may not be everything at the moment, that was your goal. That was your focus. That's what you were trying to do. So once you kind of get that out the way, then you can start to focus on other things or take a break or relax or put that money yeah. elsewhere to allow you to, you know, adapt and adjust. So I'm glad that that was able to, you know, work out for you. And I love it. Like I said, when I saw the tour, I was hype. I see the <laughs> classes. I see the, the girls getting certified and I just see the impact. And even some of them being able to go on and be in their respective lanes, whether they go to different shops or salons or whether they just kind of start their own businesses or then offer their own classes. So the fact that you were able to even be a root for that, the start for that is, is really just amazing. So I think that that's cool. So I definitely do want to thank you for coming on here today, for really just sharing your story, for really just showing people that it helps being uncomfortable sometimes. It helps to, you know, ask right. questions. It helps to take that leap of faith. It helps to just believe and, and invest in yourself and really just, you know, take the good with the bad, just the same. And so I definitely want to wish you the best of luck. I definitely do appreciate you um, for being a Thank part of the vision. Oh, for sure, for sure. And to everybody listening, as I always say, and we'll continue to say, just thank you to you guys for all the support. Let's close out this year strong. Let's make sure 2021 is a complete, you know, 180 from this and let's really get right. So to everybody listening, this has been another episode of the Down to Business Podcast here with Tamar Turner.